Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I'm so excited to have you here with me today and I can't wait to introduce my guests with you today because we all need to learn about social media and content planning and I can't wait to introduce her. I am just so excited to have you here where we talk about the business of real life and today my guest, she has been described as a pioneer of ethical social media, a business savvy digital goddess and the computer counterpart to decluttering expert Marie Kondo. As a thought leader on online communities, Angela works as an author, speaker, and instructor to help business businesses plan, communicate, and engage effectively through digital media. And I would love for you to find her and connect with her at www.angelacrocker.com. Now, please do go to my show notes because you'll find all the information you need to about this lovely lady. Angela Crocker. Angela, welcome. Thank to you, Elaine. Kitchen Hello. <laughs> what I love is we're actually doing this in person. Yes, we can make <laughs> eye contact. And look, we actually have tea. I'm going to toast you right now. Toasting. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I rarely ever get to, to actually have this face-to-face time, so I, I love this. It's wonderful to be here. It's always fun to spend time together and to get a chance to actually talk shop a little bit for the benefit of your listeners is a real treat. So thank you for having me. I am excited because there's a lot I actually didn't share about you, Angela, because you have a book coming out. You are actually heading back into learning more education and doing your master's. Mm-hmm. And do you want to fill in some of the gaps? Sure, sure. Well, my work this uh, this year has been very much focused on writing a book called The Content Planner. It's, the subtitle is Your Complete Guide to Organize and Share Your Ideas Online. Uh, concurrent with that, I decided to go back to school, and I just recently fin- finished a, d- a diploma in technical writing at uh, the British Columbia Institute of Technology, BCIT, here in Vancouver. Congratulations. Thank you. And in January, I am going to embark on graduate studies at Simon Fraser University. I'm going to be taking a Master of Education program in a cohort of people focused on educational technology and learning design. And I'm really excited about all the possibilities of how we can use technology to help both adults and children, although I'm more focused on adults, uh, take advantage of all the possibilities and there's exciting things coming in terms of live video, virtual reality, augmented reality, um, even artificial intelligence and, and learning modules with that. So I'm really keen Very to explore it all. <laughs> yes. And we failed to mention you are a mom as well. I am. I am a mom to one very wonderful, wonderful 10-year-old. 
he is the center of my world and just a dynamic awesome kid who makes my life full of fun things like Lego and Nerf weapons <laughs> and Star Wars and you name it we have a lot of fun in our family yeah, so who's the bigger Star Wars fan you or me son? definitely me I, <laughs> yes. I used to boast that I had I seen that. the original <laughs> <laughs> Bear in mind, I was in the first grade when the, the first one came out. <laughs> all good, all good. Now, I have to ask, what what is it that made you start your own business? Oh, it was a set of circumstances that resulted in me being laid off from a, a nonprofit I was working for that was working around women's leadership and women's employment. Uh, ironic to get laid off in that situation. And I realized that uh, the long commute was really wearing me down. I was commuting from the suburbs into downtown Vancouver and spending up to three hours a day in the car. And so this layoff created an opportunity for me to really think about what I'd been doing. And I was able to uh, revisit uh, the possibilities. And so I decided that I wanted to work from home. I wanted to make more use of my uh, communication skills to help other business owners. And I was very fortunate to be placed in a self-employment program at Douglas College and actually ended up taking a year of training and, and mentor support for new business owners through the college. So oh, I had a really sound foundation to begin the business. That is fabulous. Now, tell us more about your business. Sure, my business is called Angela Crocker and Associates. I work with uh, generally small to medium-sized business owners or individuals who are entrepreneurial in spirit. Uh, that would be people who are writers or musicians or other sorts of artists, visual artists, uh, recording artists. And they're looking to do their own marketing work, uh, communications work, business planning work. And I create products like the new book I have coming out that help them learn how to do things themselves. And I do that through the books that I write, through the workshops that I teach, and uh, occasionally I'll do it in a one-on-one -on -one seminar, sort of a, a podcast tutorial or uh, mm -hmm. in-person tutorial. It just varies a little bit depending what people need. So I have to ask, in, in your entrepreneurial journey, you must have had... I mean, most people think, oh, yay, you have your own business, successful you, that's awesome, overnight success. But we know, we know the journey's a little different. And was there ever a time you had a big learning curve or a, a difficult challenge that you learned from? And, and what was it and how did you learn from it? There have been many, as I think every entrepreneur knows. Um, the biggest one that I've ever experienced happened about five years after I started the business. And unexpectedly, I ended up having to provide elder care and eventually hospice care to my mother and my grandmother. And at first, I was trying to do it all, keep the business running, teach all the classes, serve all the clients, everything, everything. But I was tired and I wasn't really serving either my mother or my grandmother well because my mind wasn't always fully at hospice and it wasn't always fully at the office. And so I made a decision to step back from some of the contracts that I had, I wrapped them up or passed them on to other other consultants and spent that time with two of the most important people in my world. Um, uh, I very was very, very close to both of them. And there's a blessing in this that came out that I, I now see in retrospect, and it's twofold. Uh, the most important thing was to have that precious time with them, to be able to share the stories and reminisce and support them and, and, and provide comfort on their journey. And the second blessing was an opportunity for me to really pause and think about what I was doing. Because up until that point in my business, I was doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one consulting. But there's only so many hours in the week for Angela Crocker. 
and mm -hmm. I realized that I could better serve a wider audience by moving towards products and coursework that serve many people at the same time. So Brilliant. thus my return to, to teaching in class uh, groups and also writing books. Yes, and I think, you know, our listeners just got a nugget of how to, to, to take that most valuable resource of time and make it most effective in, in producing uh, an income. So thank you for sharing that. So your book that's coming out and congratulations I'm thank very you excited for you because that's coming soon in january january 2017 yep oh gotta love the sirens yeah <laughs> yes this is real live time <laughs> but I, I want to ask about content planning and in your book you share about seven steps so if if you could say where would we start in in being effective and efficient in our content planning where would that be Sure. Well, essentially, I would recommend that you start by understanding why you're creating content. There are many, many ways to create content. I don't think there's a single business owner out there who doesn't know they need to create content. However, why you're doing it and to do it purposefully is a key step. And the book actually takes readers through a, a seven-step cycle. And step one is about crafting what I call your purpose statement. It's an opportunity to articulate why you're creating content, what you're trying to accomplish, and it can take many facets. It could be about uh, communicating sales and marketing information. It could be about communicating uh, safety-related information. It could be how-tos on how to use the product more effectively. Or it could be philosophical in terms of a lifestyle of, you know, here's, here's why we would use this in your everyday life. Let's support your green living lifestyle or your fitness-oriented lifestyle or whatever that might be. So the purpose statement allows the content creator or the content creation team, because sometimes it's more than one person, to come to an agreement about why they're creating content. And then that why drives everything else that they do in the other six steps in the content planning cycle. I think that's very valuable what you just said because often people just dish out all this content and they're wondering why they don't get any um, a notice on it or, or engagement and it's probably because it's just too broad and, and it's okay to be specific because you want to target your audience, not everybody because everybody doesn't need your product or service but when you come and, as you said, craft your purpose statement, I think that's a brilliant way to start because then you know exactly who you are trying who your target market is because mm -hmm. you definitely need to know who they are yep. and then you're able then to provide value in your content so that they will engage and and those who aren't engaging that's probably not your client anyway so that's okay yes yes i think it's important for businesses to <clears throat> to find their niche find their their specific expertise and go deep ex get really involved in what they are knowledgeable about uh rather than trying to be all things to everyone there i promise there is somebody out there who's an expert in hot dogs who's looking after hot dog day <laughs> you don't need to create content about hot dog day no. <laughs> unless you are selling hot dogs and that's okay <laughs> those are the people who are have got it covered <laughs> So I want to know, what would you say, Angela, is your best lesson that you have learned in your journey, whether it's through a mentor or your own personal journey, that you've learned something that you could share with our listeners? There is a, an instructor at Douglas College named David Sarita. I'm not sure if he's still there, but when I went through the program, he was an instructor that asked us what we would do if you woke up every morning with $86,400 that you had to spend by the end of the day, how would you spend that money? Hmm. 
And we are talking a little bit about how hard it would be to spend that much money. But actually the lesson was that in each 24-hour period, we are all gifted 86,400 seconds. And we get to choose how we spend those seconds. And I have kept this in my mind. This number sticks in my mind all the time. And I use it regularly to assess whether I need to do something or I need to hire someone to do something, whether something is important. In a sense, it's a really quick uh, cost-benefit analysis that you can do sort yes, of on the fly absolutely. in the back of your mind. I, I love that. I'm like, wow, now you're making me think about that every day. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, half of that's gone. I have like four... 40,000 left. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. Lots of seconds yes, left. Yes, <laughs> but how, how, how valuable that is in, in looking at your time that way because you're, you're right. You don't have to do everything. Maybe you can hire somebody to do something so that it frees up some time for you to, to do something that is more important. Absolutely. Now it's going to stick with me. <laughs> and I hope people are pulling over if they're writing that down. <laughs> I would love to know, Angela, your three habits to success because uh, because being about Easy Daisies and being the creator of Easy Daisies, I always love helping families help their children to establish good habits. So I, I'm quite sure you have some good habits and I'm, I'm wondering what your top three habits to success would be, if whether it's daily or weekly or what they are. I have some great habits to share with your listeners, Elaine, absolutely. Um, and 2017 will be the eighth anniversary of my business journey. And so these things high come, five. high five. <laughs> uh, these habits come from practice and experience. Uh, the first one is to write things down. You can write about your ideas, you can write inspirational quotes, you can write down your goals. I firmly believe that there is power in the process of writing and that as you write things down, it helps you clarify your intention about what you actually want to do. Uh, and if it's not worth you taking the time to write it down, then maybe it's not worth you the time for you to, to pursue it as part of your business activity, whatever that might be. The second habit I would share is the idea to use a schedule. And to schedule time in big blocks that makes it clear what is family time, what is self-care time, what is business time. I don't want you to schedule every minute within those blocks. You've got to-do lists. You know what you need to do. But just broadly, so you can focus on one aspect of your life in a particular block of time. So from a business point of view, if you've got marketing time set aside and you've got marketing tasks to do, you do that in that block of time. We do this in our family through a shared calendar and uh, it allows us not only to have a business calendar that I use, but my husband also has a calendar. We have a calendar for our son. Uh, we have a calendar for different types of activities that happen within our family and they all overlay and we can choose to look at, at one, two, or no, you know, at minimum you have to look at one, but of course <laughs> you can layer in the other things, which is really useful. If you're trying to sort out things like school drop-offs and pickups or activity time or uh, make sure that uh, you know family movie night is is organized and ready to go and you don't schedule anything conflicting with a family event. Mm -hmm. The third habit I'd share is also time related. I seem to be on a bit of a time theme today. I mean, I'm sorry about that. No, um, don't apologize. But the, the third habit would be to get in the practice of taking time away from work. It took me a long, long while to figure out that a two-day weekend every week, whether it's on a Saturday, Sunday, or a Monday, Tuesday, doesn't matter, but two days a week where you can not focus on work and actually experience life. Get out there and 
and do what the life that you're, you've wanted to live. You are in business or working a way to, to achieve a lifestyle. You've got to enjoy that lifestyle. And often the best ideas come when you have the context of real life and you've interacted with people in the community, um, whether you've got your shopping done, you're eating well because you took time to go get your groceries. There's all kinds of ways that taking time away from work can benefit you physically, mentally, spiritually. I, I I appreciate those three that you said, you know, write things down because they happen and makes things happen and to schedule things in big blocks because absolutely then you, you know that you have done something and because often you can have a full day and you feel like you didn't do anything and so that allows you to segment and get things done. Well, that's, I love that. And taking time away from work and... How true is that? Because that our life will fly right by and we, we don't want to miss out on that because why are we being entrepreneurs? So that we can have control of our time and we don't want to miss out on the most important part of why we do what we do and that is our family and our our children. So thank you for pointing those out. My pleasure. So right now I would love to ask you some quick fire questions. All right, I'm ready. It's like top of the head answer questions and... And just whatever comes to mind, there's no wrong answer, I okay. think. Okay. <laughs> no, there is no wrong answer. And so I love that we're having tea, so please make sure you do have some tea, Miss Angela. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you, I think it's five questions. Okay. And so right away, you just answer as you go. Okay, here we go. What is a book that you recommend or that you're reading right now? I recommend a book called To Our Children's Children by Bob Green. Okay. Favorite way to unwind or de-stress? Tea. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So we're unwinding and de-stressing right now. Absolutely. Okay. Tea cures everything. <laughs> Your favorite time of day and why? Uh, the late evening after dinner, before my son goes to bed. We usually have some quiet family time, catch up on the news, relax. Love it. And here's a fun one. You're... An actor to play the life of Angela Crocker would be Emma Thompson. <laughs> oh, She's clever and smart and, and charming like you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Very kind. Oh, that wasn't the last one. Here's the oh, last one. Okay. Okay. Here's the last one. A word of advice that you would tell the 18-year-old version of you. So, if you were to meet yourself and you're 18, what would you tell the 18-year-old Angela? I would tell 18-year-old Angela that. Education is everything. Learn all that you can. Doesn't have to be formal academic environment learning. It can be learning how to do things in your home. It can be learning how to uh, work with your church community or your school community or anything that can happen. Um, that ongoing lifelong learning will set you up to be able to take on any task at any point in your life because you can always learn how to do absolutely anything. I love it. And being a former school teacher, I have to say thank you for saying that because you know you you need to wake up and say what is something I can learn today and I yes. think when you start with that approach when you stumble and fall and have a mistake you look at it so differently when you say what am I going to learn from this awesome trip and fall or huge mistake I just did because you know it's It'll help pick you up and, and keep going from there. So, Angela Crocker, thank you so much for coming on Elaine's Kitchen Table. And thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure, Elaine. Uh, <laughs> I am honored. And 
And I know our listeners definitely learned something today. And so thank you for listening. And I love to hear from you. And I know Angela would love to hear from you as well. So you can find her in my show notes. And Angela, would you like to say again your website? Sure. People can find me at www.angelacrocker.com. Yes, it will be in my show notes. And please do uh, find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. And I, I love hearing your feedback. And I love it when you come on to iTunes and give the show a rating absolutely helps this show to, to show up higher in the rankings. So thank you for that and have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Goodbye.